Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles, but enough know-me questions to fill a library. Yeah! Oh. So I love libraries. I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by these inquisitive minds. So say hi, everyone. Hello. 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 Support your local library. (laughs) (laughs) Or burn (laughs) it down. command your local (laughs) editor. Or burn it down. Yeah, burn down the library. That's why Enkidu hates libraries. Because he's just got Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. Place is trash. Burn it down. (laughs) All right, you curious companions. Are you ready to journey on? Yeah. Yes. Actually, yes. Yeah. Then let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice. Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice. Seize your sheets and d20. Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must But even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades Don't fail your saves No risk too great, no choice to roll So, after a shopping spree around Vernock Rise, you all gathered back at Drake's for drinks and a discussion. With Kierda having crashed the party, he and Juna dove into a deep conversation, comparing what they each knew about their destined purpose. It became apparent that neither of them had been given any concrete answer, though it did also become clear that any magic they possessed had no effect on each other. A similar vision of strings occurred when the gnomes touched again, 
although this time the others felt a small gust pass through them. With Kida making his goodbyes, Juna checked in with Ginger, who revealed that although she was hurrying, she was at least four weeks away, having been in a neighboring region. And as the party questioned the little that they had been told, Juna found that she could still sense the distant magnetic pull towards Kida. And that's where we pick it up. Kida's, uh, yeah, he said goodbye. Orin's let him through with the, the homeward door key. And yeah, Juna and, and Orin have come back down to the table and... I think you were deciding whether or not you were staying the night. Well, I think, Guy, you were saying it was quite late, weren't you? Yeah. So should we rest up and head off in the morning? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's yeah. for the best now. Let the horses rest and we'll get a good early start. Uh, yeah, I mean, Keir has said that, but I, I don't know what else they... I mean, haven't they been resting? <laughs> Do they... Have we got really dodgy horses that need a lot of rest? <laughs> but how well are we going to be able to drive these horses through... Uh, ride the horses through the dark, find the paths on the way north? It's probably best to ride out first daylight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we've got to really, you know, got to work on those names for those horses over the night time because yeah. they're going to be an integral I'm... plot point. We can all see that, right? <laughs> yeah. I have had of an course. idea. But <laughs> I, I can you? save it for the morning if we want. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. And we go to, to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, to sleep. The room. <laughs> oh, look, oh, look, the bed. The room. I mean, you've paid for a room with two beds. Um, and the previous night, I'm pretty sure Enkidu stayed up reading downstairs whilst Orin fell asleep on a table. Yeah. So, yes. are you all trying to climb into these two beds tonight, or uh, what's, what's we've the got, arrangement? We've got here? new bed rolls as well, haven't we? So we could get some of the bed rolls that oh, yeah. Yeah. bought us yeah. and put them out in the room. Things, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Make a big roll and go. sleep yeah. on the floor. How much gold do I have left? Yeah, that's a good question, Chris. How much gold do you have left? <laughs> 3,000 gold. Let's, let's clear this up now. <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> Talking about non-triple or quadruple figures. I'm, I'm doing well on triple. Okay. Oh. Decimal point before no, or no, 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 after the first one. Oh, never mind. Forget it. I'll I'll do it the next time. <laughs> I want to I want to find some time for us. I just thought like for all staying in the same like bedroom. I think we should all buy matching onesies. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. I will find somewhere in this what, country. What would our imaginary onesies yeah. look like? Sack of hemp and cloth. <laughs> Scratchiest ones Scratchy, with a star yeah. on one. Oh no! And a lightning no. on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> with an sewn into the back yeah. across the belly. <laughs> with a lightning bolt where the the bridge of no, the A is. No. Yeah. Oh, we, we all stand together and it spells out abracalads. Oh my yeah. oh, with Orin right in the middle. Yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> all, all at different heights, so the letters don't really match up. Yeah. <laughs> or, or are the letters like lower down on Enkidu's onesie? <laughs> Juno and Orin have it on a yeah. yeah, we've got a little hat <laughs> with a letter on. That's the dream, guys. That's my dream. Cool. That's yeah. the we've got to have, we've got to have the aims. Yeah. So yeah, you all go and snuggle in together? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, no. Do you not want to, Enkidu? I'm going to find a corner. I'm going to try to... Um, he's a bit nervous, but um, I'm going to actually try to sleep. Ooh. I've not slept in weeks now. Would you like one of us to stay up while you try to sleep? Shit, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> Just so you can maybe sleep a bit easier. That's all I was thinking. I could sing you a song of rest, buddy. I could uh, sing you a lullaby and perhaps that might help you drift off. Yeah, if you don't mind. Certainly. I mean, that would just be nice anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, I've set up my um, 
perimeter uh, with the security. So, um, which I really should have done that night that we I got kidnapped by a spider. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that was a great idea. Yeah. Well, if you wouldn't mind, Gwendolyn, if you put that spell around me rather than us as a room. Okay. That might be a little countermeasure. Sure, happy to try that. I don't, I don't mind staying up for a bit and watching. You. I, I, I could do some. I could start. Actually, I need to make a, an alchemy set again, so I, that's going to take an hour. So I might do that before I go to bed. Uh, I'm happy to be woken up and tagged. Yeah. Well, should we should we stay up through the first half of the oh, night okay. and then you lock can the other? If that will make you feel better, Enki, do okay. In return, I'll do the the fair share of the the driving tomorrow. Sounds good. Guy has been starting to play this lovely, soft, floating sort of melody. Um, And we'll do that for, you know, a dozen or so minutes. And then end it nicely. Insert music here, David. (laughs) (laughs) it's the best guys ever played anything best guys it is so beautiful i feel like i feel like you know we need to find out if it's the best guys ever played okay (laughs) oh yeah yeah make a performance check this is the game okay otherwise i'm just gonna do a plink plonk and that's it (laughs) we need to find out how good baby david's composition is brace yourself listeners because you're gonna be listening to a sweet bit of music that is worth a 23 <gasps> oh why would you do that to me Chris <laughs> yes. yeah I mean it's beautiful it's like drinking a glass of wine through your ears even though it's just on your uh, what are you playing it on are you playing it on, on your your flute are you playing it on your lute What's something that makes David sweat when I ask him to do it? Uh, no, He's funnily enough found a hurdy-gurdy <laughs> under the bed. Oh my god. Spoons. I do it with spoons. <laughs> <laughs> no, or with my lute. Yeah, and it's it's one of those like types of melodies and types of strumming patterns that it sounds like there's more than just the lute playing. The like enharmonic sounds that are like sort of pinging off, like just reverberate around that room. Just that little bit more. That it, just, it's, it feels very full. Oh, it's so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. And I go to sleep, what, after those dozen or so minutes? Mm. Um, and Kidu, for you, as you are sort of listening to this melody, like, <laughs> you've got, like, this alarm string tied around you, <laughs> marking your little space in the corner. It's surprisingly easy to switch off. Hmm. And whilst you don't necessarily have a clear dream vision or anything like that, the sensation of being asleep, happens okay but yeah orin and uh juna if the two of you are awake first is there anything you chat about um i just wanted to just to like offer you something if you want to use it i know that Uh when we were talking to kierda you seemed to be asking him a lot about something that i feel like is part of your history and i know you don't like talking about it but if you do ever want to share um I, I can reach into your mind and you can share what you want without having to talk about it if you would like it off your mind, that's all. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know that there's anything uh, hugely... Uh, I, don't, I don't know that there's anything hugely wasty that I need to get off my mind like that. Do you know? Uh, if, you, if you change your mind, then... Uh, okay. Let me know. Thank you. Um, actually, I, I had something I wanted to ask you. Um, I... I I was thinking I might write a note to Eliwick, uh, who, who I mentioned to you before. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was going to mention about the seven-petal 
flowers that's all right and just ask her if she knew anything I don't think she can really reply to me because I don't think she's got any way but uh, maybe she could uh, if there's some way we can get in touch with her later yeah if you wouldn't mind not mentioning myself or Kierda but Uh, the the concept is completely fine to mention okay and don't mention you two yeah okay I would think she would know about it as a as a story as a story as a known but okay but no specifics yeah Uh, that's fine Uh, okay Orin's tinkering with his the tattoo tools that he made the other day for Juna as well and turning them back into alchemy tools (laughs) Now that uh, Juna's uh, acquired some tattoo tools of her own and doesn't need orange slightly. Juna's gone off into the corner to like try them out on her hand. <laughs> Are you actually tattooing yourself? Yeah, just like a few little lines on my hand just to okay. get to grips with it. Right, okay. <laughs> Oren watches with interest. Can you make a sleight of hand check, please, Juna? <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh yeah, the the first one's a little bit wobbly. <laughs> just in, in like you've tattooed yourself with like homemade devices before, so having something a little bit more designed for purpose is just getting to grips with it. But yeah, so the first line is a little bit wobbly, but then the next two, you sort of you've got much more control over them. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but the night passes, and neither of you notice anything bizarre or alarming. And Kidu has is like breathing heavily in the corner in like a deep sleep kind of fashion. So. From your from the outside perspective, it seems like it's worked for him. Sorry, I'm just finding it funny just when you just said that he's deep breathing in the corner. Deep breathing. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Not like that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you the do to one wife. Bre- uh, breathing of someone who is asleep. <laughs> but then like after after the two of you have been awake, do you kick the others awake? Do you I don't know. If if Inkidu looks like he's fine not coming to any harm mm-hmm. i think orin eventually would just be happy to just curl up and go to sleep and not let everyone get a good night's sleep yeah june is not gonna do that all oh, right okay. <laughs> june is gonna just wake up gwen and be like gwen i'm sorry to wake you but i feel like someone should be awake oh, i'm very no very tired no get get asleep and i'll i'll uh i'll keep watching i wake up guy as well no no let him sleep it's fine let me know if you need anything and she leaves ruana with her Lovely. Aggie is also obviously poddling around. Just <laughs> honking occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> and Gwendolyn, whilst you're awake, are, are you doing anything in particular? How are you entertaining yourself uh, during the time? Just kind of like uh, probably get Gubbins out, have a little whisper to Gubbins, mm. tell Gubbins about Catpult Girl. Mossy. Yeah. I think she's just thinking a lot about going to fall us veil and i feel like she's wants to prove herself so she's kind of you know telling um gubbins it's time to like be serious mm-hmm. uh, i think she probably does get a bit curious uh about as to how like well enkidu sleeping so she might kind of like stealthily sneak over there and just be like is he definitely asleep is he breathing is he alive <laughs> um... you're welcome to yeah make a Make a, an investigation check. Okay, so this is like when I go and look after my niece or nephew and I haven't heard them wake up for ages. So I'm just like, I'll just be going like, and just like listening, like, are you alive? <laughs> are, they, are they breathing? Yeah. Are they breathing? Like, I just, <laughs> but like without waking them up. Um, so yeah, so that's basically what I'm doing with Enkidu as though looking after a child. <laughs> Amazing. Mm. You said investigation? Yeah. 
that's a non-natural 20. Hello. That's amazing. It's interesting. Obviously, since since having left the Wingthrop workshop, you've not seen Enkidu sleep. Mm. So even even when you've all been traveling and like he was resting and kind of in that like depowered mode, he was still kind of aware, even if he wasn't necessarily interacting with you all. So it is quite comforting for you to like see him fully relaxed mm. briefly in this moment as well. From the outside perspective, his body's doing everything a sleeping person would do. Like, a bit of drool coming s- out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the occasional little snore, but like, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Enkidu. Is Enkidu a snorer? Yeah. <laughs> Never had to think about that. Yeah. Are his sinuses clear? Ours, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I am. I know personally I am. <laughs> I've been told I'm, in, I'm a horrible snorer. So, yeah, I want to. So, yeah, he's snoring away. And yeah, there is a, a, a wonderful comfort in that for you. Kind of rehumanizes him a bit, mm-hmm. I think, in her eyes in that case. It's nice to just go, okay, still just a person. Yeah. One eye cracks open, swivels around, and looks straight at me. The triangle in his chest opens up, <laughs> fills the room with light. No. <laughs> oh, it's fully charged. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. So you're you're quite happy that he's he's fine, and everybody else are sort of curled up uh, across these beds and on bed rolls on the floor and that. So it's uh, just quite peaceful for the rest. I of I think night. yeah, she's probably like used gubbins to like kind of wave in front of his eyes, like, <laughs> um, but then kind of sneaks away and just like kind of surveys the room, seeing everyone sleeping, and just like okay. And then I think maybe for like the last hour or so, she'll wake up Gaius to like be like you can do the last couple of hours okay (laughs) (laughs) guy will like sit up out of bed get out and just sort of be in that sort of zombified mode when you know you want to go to sleep but you've been woken up quite abruptly very pleasantly (laughs) but quite abruptly (laughs) yeah i think she was getting knackered so she's like meh He'll wash his face, <laughs> try and wake up a little bit. He'll take off his mask. He'll stare at himself in the mirror for a while, looking at his face. And he goes to his notes, his little score sheet. He looks at the the notes and the compositions he wants to do in his head. Mm. He'll just scratch away in the corner somewhere. Nice. So after, yeah, about an hour or so, the sun rises outside, shining light through into the room. So all of you slowly come around. And in Kidu, yeah, you find yourself waking up. Again, you can't quite remember if you've had dreams. It's in that sort of weird state of like, or maybe you did. Mm-hmm. It's strange. It's not that you fe- feel any different from sleeping now to sitting and being awake as you have been. But it's there is, again, that sort of like, that comfort that you're able to still just sleep. If you wanted to. Oh, okay. But yeah, you all wake up the next morning, head on down, sort of once you've, uh, yeah, washed your faces and that, head on down, grab a, a breakfast. There's uh, some some egg soup uh, on the go for everybody in the morning. Oh. <laughs> I know. What? Egg soup. Is that even is a that thing? Up? Or have you just made I, that up? Part of me is like, have I just made that up? I feel <laughs> like That sounds like thing. a lot of egg. <laughs> <laughs> to turn you can egg drop soup, soup, can't you? You can have what soup? Egg drop soup. 
where you basically have like a broth or whatever, and then you drop the egg, crack an egg into it. Oh and right, it, like, and it like cooks yeah, a bit in the broth. Okay. Still won't eat it, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least, like you can get it at Chinese restaurants and things. Sounds a bit shakshuka esque as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like egg cooked in stuff. Okay, cool. But like basically, it's a big pot of stuff on the go for like anyone who's around. Oh, yes, this is lovely. <laughs> Do you have any last business in Vernock Rise or are you sort of heading off as early as you can? Hitting the road as yeah. soon as we can. Let's hit the yeah. road. Oh, uh, on our way to get this. What? Are we going to call these horses? We should probably have some sort of name for them. Oh, yeah. What about Benny and Bjorn? What? They're just two good names that feel like they go together. I like it. Oh, my gosh. You've got to be careful with horses called Benny and Bjorn. <laughs> Heads up. I, 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 did have, I did have one thought. We could call them Bess A and Bess B. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so bad so good oh spoken like a true abracadabra <laughs> zagreus and thanatos deep cuts over here <laughs> never mind never mind good old encyclopedia kai just just minding his own business <laughs> Best A and best B. <laughs> I know. I mean, at the moment, those two are winning for me. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Uh, that way we've got, we know what we're going to call our next horses after that. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy, yeah. We've got 25 names in the rostra. <laughs> yeah. What about Abra? Oh, nope. my God. And Kalad. <laughs> Kalad. 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 Oh, my God. We can't call a horse Kalad. <laughs> Did you have any suggestions, Guy? I, I like I like the compromise with them, um, Bessé and Thanatos. <laughs> Thanatos. Oh, Thanatos. That's a hard word to say in that accent. Um, I find that amusing. What 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 gender are the horses? Doesn't matter. Um, both of them are mares. I don't know if I said this in, a, in earlier. Sure. I think I said one was uh, white and one was brown, or sort of like a chestnutty color. Mm. But yeah, they're both they're both mares. And they seem to like each other, which is good. At least they're not sort Aww. of, as you sort of inspect them and like, yeah, they don't seem to be nipping at each other as they're stood there. <laughs> Grace, remind me, what's the main character of Pride and Prejudice called again? Oh, Elizabeth Bennett. Oh, yeah. Call them Lizzie and Charlotte because Charlotte's her best friend, isn't she? Lizzie and Benny. <laughs> Lizzie and Benny. <laughs> Lizzie and Benny. I like that. Mm. Um, yeah. We have lots of options. <laughs> we do We're it. so yes, we good do. at pinning down names. What aren't about we? Baby and David? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Baby and David. <laughs> Baby and David. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord, help me. <laughs> Baby's the brown one. Daryl, please, please heighten our brow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the thing with naming them at all is, I mean, we don't. Then they'll don't instantly die. <laughs> how, how long will we have to keep them? We've not got the best track record when it comes to horses, and we probably won't be bringing them back by riding them anyway. We're going to use the homeward door to come back to Vernon Royce. I yeah, think Baby and... David sounds great. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yay! How about Davida instead? Baby Davida. Okay, Davida. deal. Deal. Once called Baby, baby once called Davida. Davida. What? Deal. 
I mean, I just don't understand it. Canon. I don't. I don't forward. understand it either. Oh my gosh! I will get a saddle for baby. While you get a saddle for Davida, let's go. I'm going to consult with the super fans if this is canon or not. <laughs> I, I, I don't have strong feelings for this. I mean, if I never say those names, is it ever canon? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the stress. Two horses set off down the road. The two horses of which oh you gosh. have named. Uh, Let's call it one Sam. Just name after the super fans. Sam, Sam, and um, Hannah. There we go. Sam and the Hannahs. Yeah, that's good. Brow heightened. And with Hannah, you hit like two super fans. There we go. Sam and Hannah. There we go. But then what if we kill them? And and what about Pippa? Yeah, poor Pippa. We'll call a different animal. We'll have many horses to come. We're walking through the woods and there are going to be a million fucking squirrels that June is going to want to talk to. (laughs) Any one of them could be Pippa. I'm going to call all the squirrels in the woods every single person who has ever listened to this podcast. Why don't we do this? 100 acre wood, here we come. What we could do is uh, send it over to the Discord and be like, Name, name best the horses. names for horses. horses. And for this episode, yes. we'll just be like, these two horses. Yeah. We have very good names. Bess A and Bess B. Bess A, Bess a and Bess B. B. Placeholder names, Bess A, Bess B. <laughs> Fine. Hey, listeners, jump on our Discord. You get to decide <laughs> the names of these Ben's horses. Ben's written it in his notes now. It's in the notes. It's <laughs> official. I don't know why I went West Country. It's <laughs> because we and Vicky are sat next to each other. <laughs> I love the idea that from the horse's perspective, as each of you like takes turns taking the reins and leading them along, that you are calling them just by completely different names. <laughs> <laughs> they just think like, okay, well, who are we now? Their recall is terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they probably already had names coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, they're having a I conversation mean, I can with try each and other. ask them, but they're a oh, bit yeah. big, really. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Also, maybe we shouldn't get to know them that much. Okay. Just in case. <laughs> Huh? Orin thinks back to the horse funeral that was held <laughs> and really doesn't want the group to get too attached to two more horses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Double horse funeral. No! No, I'm not going to kill these ones, hopefully. <laughs> I'll let you do that. So, shall, shall we get on the road? Yeah, yes. let's do it. Yeah. Oh, look, the road. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Enkidu, uh, you were taking the reins first, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. There's space uh, up the front with Enkidu if someone wants to sit next to him, and there's plenty of space for everybody in the covered wagon that is being pulled by these two horses. Oh, I, I, sit I like you, horses. Enki. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, you go, Gwen. You go, Gwen. Yeah, I, I, I'm quite excited about. You the go, Gwen, Coco. <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> the um, the wagon has um, whilst it's sort of, uh, it's just got a sort of a grey dappled sheet over the top of it all. Uh, there are, are like little curtain flaps at the front and at the back. Oy oy. So you don't necessarily, um, like for instance, if anybody is driving, other people can close the the curtains and have a sleep in the back, stop it, like less light in and stuff. But they can also be opened just sort of for fresh air and flow and chat and all the rest of it. Okay. But as Enkidu and uh, Gwendolyn jump up the front there and sort of lead off out of town, the sun is uh, quite high. There's fair, barely any clouds in the sky. It's quite a warm day. There's a nice breeze brushing through. You've even left so early that the the catapult challenge outside town hasn't even started up yet. But you head off, follow the road north, and carry on the journey. The weather certainly picked up from when we went in. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the weather was terrible. That's right. yeah. I remember the weather. the weather from the other episode, David. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the whole, uh, the whole journey 
you sort of have a rough idea that if you were to take it by foot, it would take you six days to get to Forlos Vale. Uh, obviously, it's going to be much quicker with your with your horse and cart. How far is it by ginger running? Yeah, I was going to say seven days. <laughs> Three weeks. She's crazy fast. It's like half a day for her to travel. No. <laughs> She's running from the other side of the world. Yeah, she's like a marathon fast. runner. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so during, during the journey, what do you chat about? And if we were to film this section, I'd like it to be like a montage where it's one conversation that seems to seamlessly carry on. But for some reason, like, there's massive time jumps in between <laughs> what you're doing, even though it goes sentence to sentence. Nice. Oh, that's a challenge. Yeah. Hashtag film cliches. <laughs> um, I'm slightly nervous about coming to this place. You are? Yeah. There's a, there's a feeling I can't quite explain or get my hands on. There's no rationale behind it. Just a, just a feeling. I'm going to run into someone here. I'm not sure. Maybe it's nothing. Like a gut feeling? Yeah, like a gut feeling. Somebody from your past, maybe? or mm, Potentially. There is someone who could have come this way in the past, but it was a long time ago. I doubt they're still here. Hmm. Well, there's going to be... Lots of people from all over the place coming to this city. I mean, it's it's the big one. People from all over the world, perhaps. Yeah, most definitely. Hey, the city would be popular with the tournament as well. Yes, yeah. There's going to be a lot going on. I, I'm, I'm, I've, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I'm kind of feeling this same nervousness, excitement. I mean, I think this is. Uh, this is where I would have ended up going to school um, if, I, if, I'd, if I'd taken my exams like I was supposed to. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm kind of intrigued to see what that place is like. If you don't mind me asking, what made you turn down the opportunity to study here? I mean, there. Um, well, I, I mean, I... I was distracted on the day when I was supposed to do my exam and then Kasula was very embarrassed um, by me not turning up and it was kind of my last shot. So that's why we ended up going the debarge route. I kind of messed up. Okay. Uh, I think I've missed an important question here to help me out. Oh. What, what were the exams for? Um, well, uh, so the training that I've did with my mentor, Kasula, um, it's, uh, the way of decorum. It's kind of like, uh, finishing school, but with punching, um, <laughs> you may have noticed. And so she, you know, she was getting me ready to be able to, to go there, um, then kind of become an elite kind of special bodyguard i mean i don't know if i'm explaining it properly but like you know a, someone who's good at infiltrating and and seeming um, unassuming you know you'd, you'd see me out and you wouldn't think that i was necessarily going to be able to kick some ass uh, do swallows <laughs> like <clears throat> oh yeah that kind of yeah that's wow okay it'd be pretty cool but I was distracted with somebody that I was in love with and it all, yeah. I am seeing a pattern in me. Uh, 
<laughs> so, yeah. And I'm kind of regretting not having done my exams. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to go and see what it's like. Mm. See what the other students are like. You know, that's funny. I know someone kind of like that or knew someone like that. And from my experience of knowing you and journeying with you, I think you got the better end of the deal. Really? Yeah. I can't imagine living a life like that can lead to one where you're surrounded by people you care about. Not having to worry about them from day to day. Having to keep apart from them to keep them safe. It's just, I don't know. I wouldn't want to wish that life on anyone. And see, knowing the kind of person you are, what you stand for, what you believe in, you know, maybe you're not taking that exam was for the best. Well, I suppose I wouldn't be here right now if I had. Yeah. And I know everything that's going on is, well, I know particularly for you, it's, it's, it's been tough, but, well, I mean, I'd, <laughs> tough doesn't sound like an understatement. Um, but it, I, I care about all of you. And um, you're all really important to me. And I've never felt, I I've never felt so capable as I do when I'm with all of you. feel like I've got a good, a purpose in this group. And that's, it's really cool. And you've earned everything that you've accomplished so far in terms of finding out who you are with your own hands. So, yeah. Whatever accomplishment you have is well-deserved. Thank you. It's really nice of you to say that. It's the truth. I, I used to think there was a box I could put everything in, but then the box is too small. And there's a point where words can't really do justice to the things we've seen and experienced. And things like going to sleep just become a thing... I avoid because it's something I can't put in a box anymore. But I can't do that. I'd probably explode. But with all that's been said and done, and everything we've all been through, and all the choices I've been making, just moving forward is the most logical option. And yeah, I want to take what you said. I, I care about you all. I really do. I just hope that the choices I make going forward are what's best for everyone. I hope so, but the choices we make will, will be the choices we make. Sometimes they turn out well, sometimes they turn out bad. Sometimes you need perspective to find out whether it was a good decision or a bad one. So I think listen to your gut and... You'll make the best decision that you can. Thanks. You're welcome. Enkidu <laughs> <laughs> uh, will smile. Gwendolyn, if I, if I was to see my friend again, would you talk to her? Just maybe if she met you, she'd get a glimpse that uh, of a different kind of life she could have had instead of the one she's got. Of course. I would be happy to meet 
and talk to all your friends. Thanks. I think she'd like you a lot. Well, I mean, who doesn't like me? (laughs) (laughs) Apart from you when we first met. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nikita will smile a rare smile. (laughs) Gwendolyn will kind of just like, be like, ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) It's really nice to see Nikita smile. Mm. I can hear Myra in my head going, Gwen Kido. <laughs> <laughs> Any positive reaction, like interaction between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just friends, y'all. They're she's just writing, friends. She's writing fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's at the Rose family house at the moment. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, you all journey on, and the first day passes with, with not much happening. Uh, you find. The uh, the part of the road that you're 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 heading north and sort of northeastward is actually the same road that you came in on, but obviously being on on a cart is travelling by that much faster and that much easier for you all. At around lunchtime on the second day, even though there have been sort of a few other carts and things and horse riders passing you by, you do see one that really does capture attention. There's a chap on a a rather large wagon that is brightly painted. Uh, he seems to be the only one driving it. There's nobody else sat at the front with him with his nice big grey horse. And he's uh, wearing a, a burgundy coat with puffed out sleeves, uh, a big hat with a, a feather stuck in his cap. And as sort of the, the two carriages and carts pass, he sort of waves you down for a moment. Um, who's driving at this point, I would say? I don't, I don't mind still doing another shift. Yeah, I assume yeah you've all been sort of taking turns. Is uh, anybody else sat yeah. at the front with him, Enkidu? Or I'll be. So Gaius, for you, hmm. it's not that rare a sight, but Enkidu, it probably is. Hmm. That the the chap as he sort of nears, you realise uh, that he is elvish, but he has a green tint to his skin. Hmm. And Gaius, like you, recognise him as an Aladrin. Well, they're fairly commonplace uh, up in Ayland, but really not so down in Dravain. But sort of as he sort of the, the two carts pass, he does pull up a bit, and you get a clear view of the side of his uh, wagon, uh, which reads Wester's Wonderful Whatnots. Ah! Uh, and he just waves. He goes, uh, "Hey, hey, hey! Uh, you're looking to buy anything? I got, I got, I got all the wares. I, uh, anything you like? I got. Well, I mean, hail friends! Hi." <laughs> Ayla, well met. Hello, friend. Hello, fellow Ailish person. How you doing? Ah, oh, he's Ailish. Hey, yeah. How's it going? Hey, yeah, this, guy, <laughs> yeah. this guy over here. Come on. Oh, my gosh. I love <laughs> All right. I'll give you a discount. I'll give you a discount. I don't even know you. I'll give you a discount. <laughs> this All this right. charmer here. Guys, we got to stop the cat. Come on. Come on. Yeah, we got to see those Come on, down. I'll show you that. Oh, like, okay. right. yeah, what's happened? Uh, we, got, we got all sorts. Hello. Ooh. Hello. So, uh, hi, sorry. Nice to meet you all. Uh, my name's Wester. Wester Merriman. This is my Wester's Wonderful Whatnuts. What, what's your horse called? Uh, I was genuinely about to say Bessie. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Not a name. Uh, oh, that's Nopo over there. Oh, oh cool. Apparently horse no names po. are important. Nopo. Nopo. No no and you're Wester Merriman. That's right. Hello. Uh, I'm, uh, as you could probably tell from the coat from the wagon, I'm a traveling salesperson. I got all sorts. Uh, if you want to have a quick look at the wares on your way, are uh, you heading into town, are you? Um, yeah, we are. Yeah. 
Flawless Veil's wonderful this time of year. Great, I just picked up a whole load of stuff just from there. New in, you can have it first dibs. Ah, beautiful. You got any suggestions for, like, tourists coming into the place? So I'll go in there. Yeah. Oh, I'd hit up City Hall. I mean, uh, if you can, go see the Arcanist Consortium. Like, the buildings there are so impressive. It's beautiful. Oh, who are they? Yeah, who are they? They're part of your government. Do you not know? <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you worry, don't you worry. I would like to insight this check this man, please. Absolutely, you can insight check him. <laughs> are they really part of the government? Is he like? <laughs> <laughs> He's got 22. no idea. But, but yeah, for, is he a traveling salesman or is that sort of some sort of cover? Is my no, opinion? yeah, you get... He, you get with the 22, you get the impression that, yeah, he is a traveling salesman. Is he trying hard at the patter and, like, trying to get you on side? Yeah. <laughs> Before he's even shown you, like, what he's got, you're doubting that it's of any quality. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> cool, 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 you know, cool, cool, It's that kind of vibe from him. Like, it's, it's painted very nicely and it all looks great, but is it all show? Yeah. But he sort of moves over to his wagon, like, uh, unclips the whole side, and the, um, one side of it sort of, like, pops down into, like, uh, a bit of a stage and a display space and he's like okay right we got all sorts up here i got uh what are you looking for what kind of thing you got i got i got torches lanterns i got soaps i got ropes nuts bolts hammers horseshoes have you got anything of like a pajamas anything like that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, now you're looking for onesies or twosies oh my friend i'm never looking for twosies i'm always looking for onesies no i see twosies is the way forward my friend you notice that guy's accent starts to get a lot thicker when talking to this guy (laughs) twosies are great i got i got a few things i got um i got this nice blue onesie i got this uh this uh i think this is green it's this blue and he holds it up and it's definitely still just blue uh i got uh i got i got these coats, I got these linens. <laughs> Daryl, press the digitation. Can you change the color of fabrics? Um, oh, probably can for like an hour. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if we needed to change the color, I could dye it. I used to do some of that kind of stuff at the roses. That's oh, have you got a seamstress amongst you? I got needles. I got strings. <laughs> I got all the threads. It's more a question of what he's not got. Exactly. He knows. <laughs> Have you got anything of a um of a, uh, of a of a special persuasion? And I'll just like take out two coins and just start rubbing them together like gold coins. Oh my friend, I do I have something special for you? I got holy water. I got unholy water. I got unhealthy water. I got healing water, and I've got honey water, which is actually quite tasty. <laughs> no, I got more than that. I got beautiful things. Uh, you you you're looking for something special? Yeah. Is this for a for a for a for a loved one, perhaps for a romantic partner? Oh, it could be, it could be. You know, I've, I've always got a thing in the back of my mind for you know uh, when a special someone comes along. So, uh, anything that you might suggest for someone who is on of the wooing persuasion? Oh, the wooing persuasion. Now you see, my friend, have I got a little pet for you? A pet? A pet? Oh, it's a beauty little thing. And he sort of climbs up onto the stage, uh, starts opening little cupboards, uh, and pulls out from behind uh, a cupboard. A small cage, like it's tiny and it's got a straw in the bottom, bits of hay and stuff. Uh, and nestled in amongst it all is a hamster-sized creature. And it kind of <laughs> looks like a hamster, uh-huh. apart from the fact that it's got little antlers huh? and tiny wings. <gasps> and he goes, this, my friends, this is a vulpatinger. Mm-hmm. I want one. It's beautiful. You give this to your loved one, she'll love you forever. He'll love you forever. They'll love you forever. I'm, I'm Entirely doted. And it's just, I mean, 
what better way to know if someone could care for a for a for a child like by they're giving them a pet if you know what i mean <laughs> how much is it insight check uh, yeah <laughs> you can do an insight check if you want do the antlers look glued on yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. are the wings flapping <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was gonna say like how much does he want to sell this thing uh yeah yeah, yeah. i'm ask- i'm rolling an insight check to find out if the wings look i'm not gonna i don't know oh. shit uh, <laughs> I can't tell anything. I also don't. I got a natural one. <laughs> no, I mean, as um, as he sort of brings it down for you all to have an inspect and look at this little creature, it's sort of like yeah, a grey fluffy hamster thing. Its wings are moving. Um, and in fact, as he sort of like moves it around, it sort of flies and like hovers a little bit, <gasps> and like it, like its wings out this like buzzy, like almost hummingbird wing, kind of like. Noise before it like settles back down. Juna Juna says, "Hello, hello," and it doesn't say anything back. (laughs) Oh, are you talking with small beasts, Stuart? Yeah, I'm talking with small beasts. It is a small beast, is it not? It goes. No, this thing here, this thing is is gorgeous, but it's from the Feywild, my lady. So, uh, wow, yes, indeed. So, uh, I mean, this this thing. Obviously, because it's so rare, because it's exotic, it, it goes for 30 gold pieces. Whoa. I mean, I'm happy to sell it at a discount for my friend over here. Am I right? Because we come from the same place. Ah, uh, this guy, <laughs> this guy. Okay, my friend, so what kind of uh, deal are you talking about here amongst friends? Well, I mean, like I say, it goes for 30 gold pieces normally. So if you want to say uh, 26, I feel like that's, that's a nice that doesn't, discount. Doesn't seem like much of a discount. No. That's a discount. I mean, I, I can't do math off the top of my head, but that's just less than 30. I know that. <laughs> well, look, buddy, I was tempted to go for 25. So if you can do me a favor and squeeze it down to 25, I will sort oh, you out. He's asking me for 25. He's asking 25. Can I? I think I can press the 25. 25 is You can right. press the 25 for me, pal. Come on. All right. 20, 25 for the gentleman here. Uh, and it sort of offers you the cage uh, with a handout ready for money. Okie dokie. And I will give him the 25 gold. Now, my friends... Uh, Thank you very much, uh, kind sir. You uh, you seem interested in uh, the more magical sort. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, mean, I got I got plenty it? of little trinkets that do all sorts. Uh, uh, you're welcome to uh to have a look. I got what have I got? I got a warning whistle. I got a cautious candle. I got lots of lids. I got a calming comb. I got a not hot pot. Uh, <laughs> any so of these? If you want to have a look, I'll hold the creature for you while well, you have a look. Actually, Juna, I was gonna actually um uh gift this little little fella to you. Actually. <gasps> You seemed really inclined to have it, so, uh, hey, you've healed me a few times, so, uh, here you go. Oh, thank you, Guy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna call it Baby David. Oh, <laughs> that's a genius idea. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, not really. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. As the Abrica lads make their way to Forlos Vale, we're going to be taking a detour during May and June to catch up with everyone's favourite blue-haired bard in The Further Adventures of Duane Fabulosa. Episode 1 of this four-part adventure starring Jeremy Cobb and Jasper William Cartwright of Three Black Halflings will be hitting our main feed on the 15th of May. 
And if you can't wait till then, early access for both episodes one and two is available over on our Patreon. That's www.patreon.com forward slash no small roles. If you're listening to this episode on the day of release, then you still have time to get your questions in for No Small Questions. Vicky and David will be in the hot seat recording Monday the 2nd of May at 8pm BST. You can send your questions via social media. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram. You can search No Small Roles on Facebook and the link to our lovely Discord chat can be found in the show notes. You can also find links to both Moulin Rouge and Dragons and Mythical Beasts, where you can see both myself and Ben doing the acting. There'll also be some more opportunities to see members of the No Small Roles cast live on stage, so keep an eye on our social media for when those shows are announced. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back on the road. Um, do, do, um I mean, these, the, all these trinkets look amazing. But just, just before you tell us about them, sorry, the, this um, vol, Volpatinga. Volpatinga. It's a Volpatinga. You got it from the Feywild? Well, you know, I got a cousin who's got a cousin. Would we have heard of a Volpatinga? Oh, you can make a an Arcana check. I I wanna can I ask a similar question? Nope. Would would I know anything about the Feywild? Rather than specifically mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wanna yeah. ask that question. Now I got a twelve. Um no, I'll so say you haven't specifically heard of a Volpatinga. Unnatural twenty. Oh. oh. So what you know of the Feywild is it goes by a few different names. Sometimes it's referred to as the Hidden Glade. Sort of, it's it's referred to as the Luckbringer's Domain. Oh. You know it to be loosely associated with Sylvae and the sort of, yeah, the, that sort of god's divine domain in some aspects. And she is known as a sort of a bit of a chancer. Yeah. So you get like, the idea is that a lot of like those like folk stories of, of random little deals made with like woodland creatures they're, they're all, they all come from, like, the Feywild, and you can't always trust uh, creatures from there. Okay. Um, Orin will keep that thought to himself for the moment <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to share with Juna later on about her new... Uh, uh, her new friend. New friend. <laughs> you said something about a calming comb? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. And he sort of uh, pulls it out of a drawer. Um, and it's this little mahogany comb with sort of a little um, carving of a flower in the top of it. He says, you see this here? You stick it in someone's hair? Calm as anything. If they're getting angry, if they're getting up in your face, you just get this comb, you just give their hair a little brush. You see, again, it's great with little kids, for instance. If uh, if your little kid's having a little tantrum, you just say, don't worry, we're going to brush your hair, and it calms them right down, you know? But I tell you, it works wonders on adults. Uh, anyone here feeling particularly emotional in this moment? Um, nope. June is playing with the creature. <laughs> I think we're pretty good. We've had a good shopping trip uh, recently. Anybody? Uh, I mean, uh, even if you're not, I mean, uh, feel free, my, my lady, to uh, to try it in your own hair. Okay, I will. She brushes her hair with it. Does she feel calmer? Yeah, almost as soon as it touches, like sort of your head, you just feel really relaxed. Oh wow! I want that in real life. 
They've got one of those. It's like a, it's like a thing. What do you call them? Like those, like head massages. Oh, yeah. Head massager. Yeah. yeah, it kind of, yeah, it has that kind of effect <laughs> of like, ooh. <laughs> and like whilst you're like sort of brushing it through your own hair, like you're still aware of everything around you. You're just like any tension that you had was gone. Oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. This is. See, isn't it beautiful? So- <sighs> yep. Mine. How much is it? Oh, I mean, this <laughs> one's going for thirty-five gold pieces, uh, by itself. Because of course, with the with the little with the little vulpeting. I'll give you twenty-five. Ah, oh, she's driving a bargain. She's learning from a friend over here. Okay, uh, we'll call it we'll call it thirty. Twenty-five. <laughs> she winks. <laughs> Thirty-one. Thirty-one. I don't need it that much. Then there you go. You can have it back. Ah, oh, I mean, it's such a shame. You enjoyed it so much, didn't I you? I did, but I'll give you twenty-five gold for it. I couldn't possibly part with it for 25 gold pieces, my, my lady. I like, I do appreciate the offer, and I'm glad you enjoyed yourself and you've relaxed, but uh, it's just it's just worth a little bit more than that. 27. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Six. Six. He's like, 28, and you can have it. It's a deal. 28 for the, <laughs> for the lady. There we go. Nice, calm and comb. There you are. Can I interest you in anything else? Like I say, I got the warning whistle. I got the cautious candle, the lots of lids, the nut hot pot. Uh, okay, can you tell me a bit about all those four? Oh, so we got a warning whistle. It's a wonderful little copper whistle, and he sort of pulls it off of a hook. Um, he goes, you blow this, up to five people of your choosing can hear you within a mile, but no one else. And Keanu walks over to Oren. Oh. Um, he's going to cast yeah. press the digitation. And your purse, your your money purse is going to feel a bit heavier. <laughs> As I press the digitate more coins into your wallet. <laughs> that will last an hour. <laughs> I'm just going to sit in, the, sit in the carriage and just fold his arms and just be like, just tell me when you're done. <laughs> How many fake coins can you make for it? <laughs> I mean, like... As long as it fits into your hand, <laughs> that's, how, that's the size of the illusionary trinket he can make. Mm-hmm. David has a suspicious look on his face. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just thinking, I'm, try- I'm trying to picture how many coins you could conjure in this way. <laughs> the other thing with Preston Digitation, though, is that are, are the, is it a believable illusion if it's conjured like this? Oh, I mean, I can roll for it. Yeah, make a, make a charisma check to see how believable. Oh, 24! <laughs> I don't know how, how much gold you've got on you anyway, Ben. Uh, yeah, um, 32 gold. But Oren's currently got. We'll say, we'll say that another sort of 20 gold oh, okay. um, sort of appears. <laughs> okay. And again, it looks pretty believable. Okay. Oren looks a bit confused at his money, but okay. So yeah, I got the warning whistle. Like I say, uh, you, if you, you're welcome to give it a go. It's been sterilized. I ain't touched it. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I'll give it a go. There you go. And just to prove it, if you want to blow it, but only, like, decide amongst your friends who doesn't hear it. Okay, that's really the thing. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Enkidu. Uh, and he'll blow the whistle. And everybody else hears a whistle, apart from Enkidu. Oh, that was very loud. Wow. Okay, well, very good. Uh, what were the, uh, well, how much is that? Just have interest. Now, this one does go for 40 gold oh, pieces. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I say, it's uh, it's... It's, uh, it works within a mile, so that is quite a wide range. There is a, a quite a strong enchantment on this thing, you know? I see. That, and along with, uh, you see, I, I also got this cautious candle over here between the two of them. Those things, they are pretty good yeah. for, what, for moving around without being noticed. Then? Oh, it's a beautiful thing. And he pulls out a, a candle off of a shelf. Uh, and it sort of just looks like a plain 
white wax candle, uh, but it does have carvings up the sides of it. And he says, oh, this thing here, you light it, and nobody else can see the flame apart from you. Only you can see what it's lit. Wow. You'll be sneaking through the dark with yourself. No one's going to see you, but you'll be seeing everything around you. And how much is that one? That's also 40 gold pieces. Now, I don't mind throwing the two in uh, as a little bundle. 60 gold pieces. Oh, okay. That's a bit pricey. You got your whistle and your candle, 60 gold pieces. Yeah. What do you say to that, my friend? Uh, I mean, it's interesting. Well, the, the other ones, there's a lid and there's something else. I got the lots of lids and I got a not hot pot. Okay, okay they sound like food things. <laughs> they, they're kind of, uh, yeah, slightly more. The not hot pot, it's a pot that doesn't get hot. Uh, and he goes, <laughs> he, like, runs in, like, picks up this um, sort of like saucepan sized pot, um, walks over holding the handle. Sort of uh, strikes a match. You don't quite know where he's gotten the match from, but he sort of suddenly has a match in his hand. He's lit- uh, lighting the bottom of the pot. He's like, anyone who want to touch the inside of that pot, you'll notice that the flame from my match here is not like passing through. There's no heat transference at all. Wow. Yeah. Why would you want a pot that doesn't get hot? I don't know. <laughs> that is for you to decide, my madam. You seem curious enough. I'm sure you can put it to good use. And the lots of lids, are they just... Are they just lots of lids? What's that? Oh, no, there's not lots of lids. Oh, it's, it's so much more than just lids, my friend. Oh, my Lord. Uh, so it, it puts the pot down. Not interested in the hot pot. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I just don't think we quite understand it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pot. It doesn't get hot. Uh, and he grabs a, a cube-sized box. And you can see from the way the hinge, hinges are laid out around it that uh, with little handles on each side that every side is a lid. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you see this here? Mm-hmm. This is the lots of lids. Uh-huh. And he opens... Uh, one side, he goes, drop something in, uh, into this side for me. What has he got? I mean, he'll pick up one of his gold coins. Yeah, you just drop that in there, and he closes it. And like, sort of, once he's opened that lid, you can see that it, is the, it opens to a, a, a space the full size of the box. But then he closes that lid, and he rotates it sort of 180 degrees to the, show you the other face. And he opens the lid on that side, and it's just an empty space. Ah, where's my coin? Goes, now, now put something in there. Go on, ah, put something in there. Okay. Oren will put in a hammer if that fits. <laughs> Just about fits. Okay, we'll give it a squeeze. I'll try and get this <laughs> squeeze it shut. Okay, uh, flips back around to the other side and opens it up to show you the gold coin. Oh. But there's no hammer in there. That's quite clever. Extra dimensional spaces, my friend. Wow. It's like your tea caddy, Juno. Mm. She says, looking oh, you around got one of these. playing oh. with the Volpa <laughs> Tinga. <laughs> Not quite the same, but... Um... Extra dimensional space, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So rather than carrying just one box, you got or carrying six boxes, it's all it's all contained within the one thing, you know. Okay. But you can keep all sorts in there. Like you can keep uh, your socks. You can keep in one bucket. You can keep your <laughs> like some nice beef jerky or something in the other one. Uh, some herbs and spices in the last. You know, it's all it's up to you. I mean, I don't know what's in your bag, do I? Ah, uh, I see. And how much is that? Just out of interest. Uh, the lots of those, That's a thirty-five gold piece item. I mean, maybe the candle... Can I have a quick look at the candle again? Or in... Yeah, the cautious candle. Well, take the candle and he's going to, as he looks at it, cast Identify, please, with the first level spell. Oh, yeah. To just see if it actually is what this guy is claiming it is. Yeah. um, And again, with the way that sort of, as you're sort of casting the spell across the candle, you do, you get flashes of your, like, scribbles uh, pointing out, like, the different arcane markings that are already on it. And he's telling the truth. That's what it does. Um, yeah, you get basically the information that the light itself will emit out to a 30-foot radius, uh, but only the person holding the candle can see that light at all. Um, also, like, sort of, again, from this identifier, you can probably guess that uh, it takes 
there's probably like an hour's worth of light mm. uh, within the one candle. Mm. What do we think? Could be useful or perhaps useful with Enkidu being unable to see in the dark? Yeah. I mean, there are other ways around that, I guess. Uh, sure. But if we need to, I don't know. Yeah. Always useful. Ooh. Say, say for example, the five of you, you're sleeping. One of you needs to go up for a wee. You wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to wake my friends, but I can't see where I, it is. I got, I got to find a tree. You know what I'm saying? So you just light the candle there. Little, oh, look, you can see everything around you. You can see where the trees are. You can see where the bushes are. No one is going to be woken up by you. Great uses, right? I think it is helpful, yeah. especially for like the last time we uh, had to stumble around in the dark, you know, looking and uh, trying to squash out some spiders and things in the woods. And uh, exactly, you know, you know how it is, my friend. I mean, it's oh, these spiders—they're they're awful this time uh, of year. Do you know what? I've never seen a Dravanian spider so big. Like the spiders <laughs> back in Ireland, next to yeah, nothing. nothing. You know what I'm saying? They're huge down here. They're massive. Huge. <laughs> especially like the. I think one little nip from these. Oh my well, lord! No, I mean the purple ones especially. Don't get me started on the purple ones. On oh, the purple <laughs> ones, like I ain't even seen them when I was up there. But now down here, oh, you got the purple, you got the blues. Oh, don't go like. with the blues. The blues. Oh, don't talk about the blues. Oh, oh my gosh, that's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it might be useful, but that's a bit, I mean, that's a bit beyond my budget. Uh, I'm happy to give some money if it's useful for the group. And like I say, it's, uh, if, you're, if you're buying the whistle as well, that's a 60 gold piece for, for the two of them. Juna just gives her purse to Orin and continues playing with the <laughs> ticket. Oh. So she's just like plonk uh, in Orin's hand. It's got 112 gold in oh, it. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, okay, well, maybe if you can come down in price. 50 for the both? Ah, I mean, they're 40 gold pieces separately, so 60 for the both, that's a good deal. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Pull them a chain and ask it for 50. I mean, that's that's reducing one of them down to 10 gold pieces, my friend. Well, I mean, or both of them down to 25. From 40? Yeah. Boy, I mean, that's a hard bargain. Juna gets involved and is like, I think 50 is a very good deal. <laughs> very, very good deal. <laughs> up in up in Solmarath, you would have got this for, what, 35 gold? For the for the both of them. Yeah, that's why. I, I ain't never been to Solmarath, my lady. I don't wow. know what the prices are, but that's also very far away. <laughs> Import well. taxes alone are going to be driving up the price, you know? Um, did Guy C and Kidu do the prestidigitation on Orin's bag? Uh, I'll say yeah. Hey, uh, Oren, your, uh, your, your coin purse there, you know, it looks a, an abundant amount. I'm sure this is within your budget. Uh, you know, your most recent amount of uh, gold for that's 50, come through. Yes. For 50, yes. For 50, yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. Look, here's 40 gold. You can take that off me. That's 40. Okay, and if the rest of you are saying you only want to give me 10 gold pieces, you're going to have to offer me something else along with it. I'll make you. I'll make you. A- <laughs> no, no, I don't mean anything I'll shady. I just mean. I just mean. Pay the man his money. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Come We've on. got places to be. Wasted daylight. Listen, let's like, go. like I, I, I'm a, I'm a traveling salesman. So if you got anything you want to unload, then I can take that with me, and that could be part payment. We'll say. Oh, oh, oh I see. Yeah. Like sixty uh, gold is a good deal. Just pay the man. Uh, let's uh, get uh, on the road. Okay, okay. I mean, but listen to your friend here. If you just want to give me the gold, let's that's go. fine. Come on, we'll pull twenty gold out of his coin purse to add to Gwen's forty. Have his own, not out of Tuna's. Um, I don't know how much of that is real gold and how much is fake gold, David. Oh, uh, roll a d twenty, um, and you'll find out. Twelve. Twelve. Twelve of it was real. Okay. <laughs> I'll mark off twelve gold. <laughs> Oh, nice. I love that. Man, we shall never see again. 
<laughs> now, if he'd rolled low, <laughs> yeah, if he'd rolled low, it would have been yeah. better for you. Yeah. So yeah, he um he packs up. He goes, "Can I interest you in anything else before you? I mean, you've been absolutely a, a generous, generous." Uh, um, I'd like to ask one troop. last question. <sighs> what do I absolutely. feed this creature? Question. Oh, anything you feed like a normal rodent. Lovely. You know, Thank like you. uh, yeah, <laughs> anything. Yeah, be, uh, any, 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 any little vegetables. They're into that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I've been feeding him anyway. He's not complained so far. Yeah, uh, I, I was calling it turnip. I don't know if you want it. You feel free to rename it. That's just what I would call it. Turnip. But uh, yeah, just because I like vegetables. So, uh, absolute pleasure, uh, doing business with you all. Uh. A do, or do you want to? You want to keep looking? Uh, no, Anything no. I, I think we, uh, yeah, our friends. Right, uh, we need to hit yeah. the road. Sorry, absolutely busy people, busy minds. But uh, absolute pleasure, uh, and I'll be, uh, I'll be traveling around if we happen to run into 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 each other again. It'll be an absolute pleasure to see you on the road, out and about. You know what I'm? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, well, absolutely. And, uh, beautiful. Take care, take care. It's been good to good to hear and another you, voice my friend. of mine. Exactly. Seeing someone from uh from my native uh, tongue, you know what I'm saying? It's uh, oh, it's made my day. Hey, take care of yourself, and they'll give him like the, you take care. You'll give yourself, him the man. elvish like double kiss on the cheeks. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, he packs up the side of his uh, his wagon, jumps onto the, the front of it, and like carries on off behind you all. Ugh, we got paid two days ago. I mean, and you've sort of spent most of what we. Let's go. <laughs> I, I, Oren thinks back to to Enkidu saying, "Spend it." <laughs> the first time he got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just sits there like. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Gwendolyn like offers the comb in case Enikidi wants to chill out. <laughs> what is this thing? Have a go. Oh, gosh. Go on, try it. We're supposed to be saving this money to our next install. Oh, for... <laughs> hammer of two of it, and he puts it through his. <laughs> and the moment it again touches your head, like all of these worries. Meh. They don't matter. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Everything's fine. Just don't go crazy when you see the Fallers Vale market. Giddy up! <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn just like taking the comb back is like, wow, this is amazing. Kiddy, <laughs> <laughs> okay, a, a bead of sweat draws back down his back. Like, now they can manipulate me. <laughs> <laughs> I think Orin will also go to Gwen and go, um, I mean, you basically bought these. I don't know if you want to hang on to them. I mean, I paid uh, very little of them. Well, I think you hold on to the whistle and we'll make sure Enkidu has the candle. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll pass over the candle to Enkidu. You have a cautious candle. <laughs> <laughs> so you carry on your journey. Um, and the rest of the day, again, the weather is, is quite uh, mild. Uh, Juna, with, with your new pet. Friend. <laughs> your, with your new friend yeah. how are you interacting with it are you going to take it out of its cage are you well I think what she'd like to do is like you know mm. like when you genuinely do get a new hamster and you sort of like put your hand like you sort of almost like see where you can go before it gets a bit frisky so she tries mm. to like stroke it first and see if she can do that and like wean it mm-hmm. can you make uh, an animal handling check then please for me Ooh. Unnatural twenty. Mm. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it doesn't take long. By by the time that you sort of stop for the night, 
you've gone from a state of like it slightly being hesitant to it being like really quite happy and nestled uh wherever it is that you've hold uh you're holding it like it seems to be quite cozy in your hands uh and like sort of you, you sort of hold it on your chest a little bit just for like warmth and, and all the rest of it and it's it seems really comfortable and if if anything a bit affectionate toward you it's funny it's trying to like nuzzle you a little bit but obviously with its horns sometimes it's it's a slight scratch for you are uh, they with its like antlers. cow horns or like deer horns they're like little deer antlers nice um yeah guy would you like a hold of turnip its name is turnip yeah that's what the fella said uh yeah sure hello little guy seems as good a name as any um and again guy like sort of as it it seems to be quite like having been weaned and and trained just a tiny little bit with juna sort of calmed down seems quite happy to sit in your hands um that tries to like climb through your fingers a little bit um and occasionally even when it's sort of its wings start going it just hovers a little bit above your hands. It isn't trying to fly away from any of you. Ah, oh, it's a cute little thing. Very sweet. It's 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 lovely, Juna. But you can't speak to it. No, I'll try again. Um, just hello, just, turnip. Um, can you hear me? <laughs> just might, uh, Juna. You might want to just be a little careful about speaking to. It. I don't know. I just I just sort of remember some stories about the Feywild, and I just. Don't make any deals with it, all right? Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Juno, as you try to talk to it, it seems to be aware that you're talking to it whenever you say turnip, and it sort of it looks towards you, but doesn't talk back. Out of curiosity, what languages does everybody speak? Uh, draconic, celestial, orcish, common. Common, gnomish, and orc. Same, common, gnomish, and orc. Uh, common, elvish, and orc. Common, elvish, and dwarfish, I think. Oh, we can all have conversations in Orcish around Guy. <laughs> Essentially, like, yeah, you try a, different, a few different words in different languages, but it doesn't seem to be able to respond in any of those languages. Um, it does kind of, like, make some noises back at you, but they kind of, you can really only understand them as, like, squeaks. Um, hang on. So, sorry, it, does it sound, does it sound like it's trying to speak? It sounds like it's, like, when Juna talks to it, it does respond. But can't understand it either way. Um, hang on, I'm gonna try something. Orin's gonna fire up his quill of comprehend languages. So uh, you just see Orin tuning up a, a what looks like a normal writing quill, uh, and then goes to stick it in his ear, and then kind of like wipes it on his shirt a little bit, and then then actually sticks it in his ear. So it means for one hour, Orin can understand the literal meaning of spoken languages that he can hear. Hmm. Oh, amazing. In which case, yeah, you do start <gasps> hearing it. If I could just have a little bit more food, that'd be great. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Oh, um, they're, uh, they're hungry. Oh, Juna picks up some plants that she would feed to Ruana, gives it to turn it. Yeah, what have you got? What's that? That looks great. Um, oh, yeah, they like the look of that. Oh, yeah, lovely. <laughs> um, and sort of scurries over, like, sort of buzzes his way, sort of his little hummy wings um, flying toward the food um, and just starts, like, picking it up and, and putting it into its its cheek pouches. I'll save that for later. I was really hoping for, like, an exorcist voice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your uh, I don't like this food. What have you done? <laughs> Foolish mortals, you have broken the seal. Your souls are <laughs> It's the big bad. <laughs> <laughs> All along. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, 
No. It's nice to hang out with everybody. No worries. Oh, cool. That's nice. Can you understand me now, then? Uh, yeah. Can you understand me? I, I think, I think I'm still just speaking common to it. Yeah. I, I'm not speaking Sylvan to it. I'm still speaking common. Just. Uh, that is fine. So oh. that it, I like, kind of registers a little bit and goes, "All right, I think I get what you're saying." Um, uh, what are you all up to then? Who are you? Uh, I'm Orin. Oh, can you can you speak to it? Oh, yeah. Um, can you I can ask understand. if it likes being called Turnip or oh. if it would like another name? Okay. Do you like being called Turnip or would you like another name? I mean, you could call me Turnip. That's it's not what I call myself, but I don't mind. What What do you call yourself? Well, it's quite hard to pronounce. <laughs> there we go. And then it just makes a noise that sounds like leaves rus- rustling in the wind. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, it, 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 uh, turnip's fine, Juna. Or Russell? <laughs> Russell? 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 Oh, no, Russell. That's so yeah. I'll, I'll call them Ru- Russell. Oh, that's yeah. such a good name Russell. for a Feywild thing. <laughs> <laughs> Russell. Yeah, right, Russ, Russell. Yeah, you can call me Russell. Call me anything you like. Whatever's easy to pronounce. I don't mind. How, how did you end up here, um, Russell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was caught in a trap. Oh. Yeah. And uh, and then just got traded person to person. Um, so oh yeah, and then I got sold to that guy, and uh, he sold me on. Oh, to you. They, uh, Orin relays relays what he's been told. <laughs> um, yeah. Are you happy being here? Oh yeah, I don't mind going on an adventure in it. <laughs> I'll make my way back eventually. What back? What to the Feywild? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Man, I wish I had this guy's outlook. <laughs> Feels like a long way to travel. How do you get to the Feywild? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, I'll hang out with you for a while if you don't mind. Have you got any more food? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're hungry again, June. <laughs> there right. you go, Russell. You're just putting it in your oh, pouch. Oh, You're not even really eating it. Well, I've saved it for later. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Russell <laughs> so much. <laughs> or it relays all the conversation then sort of like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the conversation kind of doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> it's just all that kind of like, it just, it just seems very happy sort of hanging out with you all. And, and like having watched you for, for most of the day, seems quite happy that like you're not going to mistreat it anyway. You're all quite nice people. So it's just sort of... Um, Juna, the only thing that you do realise is that Ruana does not seem to like it very much. Oh. And you don't know whether or not that's that it's because you're giving the new uh the new friend more attention or <laughs> what. But the Ruana is like mm, and just like is being a little bit standoffish. Oh no, Ruana. Come here, and she gives her a really big squeeze. Yeah, she's like a little micro owlbear as well at the yeah. moment, isn't she? Yeah, she eyes it. Part of you's like, "Oh, do owlbears eat hamsters? <laughs> do owlbears eat hamsters? Sometimes, yeah." <laughs> but anyway, uh, journey carries on. Um, you rest up for the evening. Uh, who's taking watch? I'll take watch. I, I, I was going to say, are you are you travelling through the night or are you stopping? Probably stop for the yeah. horses' sake at some point, won't we? Yeah, we need to rest the horses. Yeah. 
And I'm doing the security uh, straying every night. FYI. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'll st- I'll stay up with you, Enkidu. Yeah, sure. Next question: Are you all sleeping on the ground, or are you just like sleeping in the wagon as well? We have tents. Oh, we yeah, have tents. We've got tents. Yeah. 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 tents. Yeah. And the wagon. Comparative luxury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can have space. Yeah. yeah. Space to tinker. Um, I'll camp out in the tent just to break one in. Nice. Um, I'll also go in the tent for fun. How many tents do we have? We, we bought two because they're two-person tents. Cool. I'll do a uh, tent too then. Okay, I'll stay in the wagon and, um, yeah. Actually, Oren, yeah, might start writing his letter. And uh, Juna and uh, Enkidu, you don't mind being on the first watch? No. No, I don't mind. I don't mind staying um, and watch the entire night. I imagine Gwendolyn is helping Gaius with his tent as well. so uh, whereabouts are Juna and uh, and Kidu where are you both going to sort of station yourselves I'll be on the wagon driver's seat yeah like where where you would drive from right that's where I was imagining to yeah Um, Enkidu I I wanted to take the watch I have something that's been on my on my mind Um, I just I wanted to apologise when we were in the tubes in the wing thrups and we were asked at the end um to choose the person that least represented the Wingthrop things. And I wasn't very comfortable choosing and I resisted and I resisted. And then eventually it became clear that I would have to pick someone. And I picked one, one of you at random and it was you and Kidu. And then we were asked to choose between you and me. And so I'm very sorry that I did that because I think if I hadn't picked you, then this wouldn't have happened to you and it would have happened to me. And I apologize because you didn't deserve this to happen to you. And um, I just wanted to let you know that I'm I'm very sorry. And the next time I will, uh, I will try to put you before me. And to make me remember this, and she sort of just pulls up her sleeve and just above her elbow on her arm, she says, I've, I, I've, I've put this on me to remind me that, yeah, that I, I, I must treasure you higher the next time, Enkidu, and I am truly sorry. And I hope you don't mind that I've, I've put this on, but it's very important to me that you know this and that I remember it. Um, Enkidu is in full shock, um, hearing this, and he vomits over the side of the, the coach. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm also sorry that. I made that happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, um, he roaring from inside going, do you need some bread? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it all just comes out now. Um, um, he's he's going to take a breath, a few breaths actually, um, just to calm down. Uh, oh, uh, this night. No, I'm not going to lie to myself. I could have. I I know that you've all been thinking about this and what happened for the longest time. But um, I'll try and say along the lines what I said to Gwendolyn, but um, I wasn't in any place where I didn't choose to be. And that that place, that test was designed to trap one of us at least and we all did our best to 
to keep each other alive. And I'll, I'll be honest, Mr. Zephon, when the same choice was put on me at that moment, I, I selected your name as well at the end. I don't think I could have chosen my own name. I, I wasn't sure. I, I, you couldn't. You couldn't. I, 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 I couldn't either. And I'm glad you picked me and Kidu. If I had known, there's no way to know, but if I had known, I wouldn't. It's not a choice, really, is it? No, you're right. So, I won't say sorry. I'll just, I'll take what you said to heart and, and thank you for your, for your openness and for your kindness every day. Right back at you, Enkidu. Um, and then he's just going to very ugly cry <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and hug Juna. <laughs> And Duna's going to cry like her eyes are leaking. Oh. Gonna cry. And just sort of, yeah, embrace him. Oren sat in the back of the wagon, like... <laughs> Scribbling on a paper like... <laughs> yeah, no one picked me! <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Which does bring the question, Oren, this letter that you're yeah. writing, mm. are you going to share it with everyone, or...? Um, yeah, so Oren's been writing to Eliwick, um, mm. his sort of gnome trainer slash uh, uh, mentor back on the road and Isles, um, in the book of notes. So it will, mm-hmm. he'll go off as he sends. Um, so he's just been writing, um, Dear Eliwick, uh, Oren here. Um, not sure where this letter will have appeared. Sorry if it's on your ceiling. It's... Um, carved into your desk maybe <laughs> um hope all's well in Calton Sea uh how are the greenhouses uh hope the hex haven't bothered you again since I've left uh we've had a few meetings with some of their branches here on the mainland actually yeah I- I've been having a few adventures I've been through Tillisham and Rostall across Lake Trevain just and even through time but yeah that's the story <laughs> for another day maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, I've met a group I've been travelling with for a few weeks they're an interesting bunch and oh I met this incredible alchemist as well they're so inventive um, but a bit flammable sometimes as well oh um, you haven't heard any stories about seven petal flowers have you uh, or groups of gnomes born every seven generations uh, oh, I'm not really travelling north at the moment there's a tea tournament and other things going on which means plans have had to change but I'm still hoping to make it to Marath one day and I've discovered stuff about my family, or some of them. There's this family of artificers that I'm related to. It's another story for another day. Uh, and I want to head to the Mercylands too. There's records there maybe about my parents. I've got a favour to ask. There might be a boy called Oscan sent to the Woden Isles. Um, might be with someone called Jizana. If you come across him, please can you help him? Uh, he's been through a lot with his family. Oh, say hi to Dawn if you see him. Um, and if you ever see Killian too, say hi. Uh, no, maybe don't. Uh, no, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, your friends, Orin, and then 
he thinks for a little bit before he writes Quill and then mm. sends it. Mm. Nice. Hmm. Lordrop. Did we find out in game what had happened to Oscar and Jazana? No, we've got no idea. No, it did not happen. We I think we thought there was a the possibility that they might get sent to the Woden Wodenals. Yeah, that was one of the outcomes yeah. told to us when we met Heron and um, what's her face? Uh, Zeravir yeah. Tarek. Mm. I don't yeah. think we've had any actual information. That's really nice. No. But just in case. Just yeah. in case. Mm-hmm. So the night passes by. Uh, there's no sort of disturbances uh, out and about. Again, there's, there's uh, sort of one or two horse riders, messengers, you, you assume, that pass by quite fast. But not enough to to warrant any sort of worry from anybody that's still awake. Um, when you all uh, swap over watch, is uh, are you waking sort of one person up to sit with Enkidu? Is Enkidu gonna rest at some point? Um, he'll rest, but not sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to sleep, Enkidu. Nice. No, you go right ahead, Miss Eppel. <laughs> yeah, and whereabouts do you sort of sleep, Juno? Are you? Or perched up in the wagon with Orin? Are you going to go kick someone out of the tent? I'll, I'll just sort of creep inside Gwen's tent and sort of go in the corner. Nice. It's trying not to disturb her. <laughs> and you're, are, you, are you waking anyone up to sit with Enkidu? Enkidu, do you want some company? Um, I think I'll be okay. It's right. Well, you know where we are and she leaves both Ruana and Russell with him. <laughs> oh, they're like, together. <laughs> maybe keep them on separate sides. Yeah, I was going to say, it keeps just between them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, and QD, what's your passive perception? 11, oh, I think. Oh, no. Let me check. 11. Um, yeah, it's 11. So, uh, yeah, during the night, um, yeah, Ruana kind of snuggles up to you. She's quite like sitting in your lap anyway. So, uh, turnip... Whenever like Ruana Russell. gets closer, kind of like mm. <laughs> Russell, <laughs> uh, Russell kind of like hovers about you a little bit. Um, again, they never seem to fly very far, but you start hearing the the hum uh, of their wings as like they kind of they sort of drift a little bit more into inside the wagon. Start of like sort of rustling, <laughs> rustling around. Um, just their name. Orin and Orin's bags and things, <laughs> and just having like a little rummage. And you hear sort of the hum of its wings kind of skitter away toward the other end of the wagon. And then like sort of drift slightly toward the tents. Yeah, and the rest of the night passes. No issue. I definitely thought something was about to happen. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I think I need the comb of calm. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing baby David, I think something has happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right, don't eat anything for the next two days. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. The night passes. Um, and yeah, the morning comes. You all wake up. Re- remind me the, the the whistle, sorry. Does it? Mm. It's I can choose who hears it or who doesn't, who doesn't hear it. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so you can choose up to five people who can hear it within a mile. Okay. Um, the point of sort of picking someone who can't was to demonstrate okay. that... You know, it's it's up to you Very who hears it. waking people yeah. up whistle, Well, that's isn't it? exactly what, when, when Orin gets up, I think he yeah. might have a little play with it. Yeah, it's not there. Oh! Classic. Ah! 
In fact, huh? Oren, as you start looking through your bag to find it, um, there's quite a lot that's missing. <gasps> you were right, something has happened! <laughs> I knew it! I, oh, I said we shouldn't um, trust things from the Feywild! <laughs> so you don't have your bo- uh, your bag of ball bearings, you don't have the cockatrice egg, the dispel magic wand, the frosting, the anti-frosting po- potion, the enlarge or reduce potions, your healer's kit, and your selection of tea bags are all Literally gone. Literally your <laughs> entire inventory is gone. <laughs> Fair play, David, for reading through my D&D Beyond that thoroughly. <laughs> yup. Um, Orin frantically looks through his bags. And, what? Uh, and then rushes to Enkidu. Uh, Enkidu. Uh, yeah, what? Half my stuff's gone. Uh, my tea bag. What? My enlarged reduced, my frosting, my anti-frosting. Uh, the whistle, the new whistle. The whistle's gone as well. The whistle's Goodness gone. Goodness sake. Um, Enkidu checks his stuff. Um, most of your stuff's still there. Um, from everyone that was sleeping in the tent, essentially anything that you'd bought the day before, that's gone. Oh, for fuck's sake, guys. The lots of lids. Um, did you pick up the lid? No. No, you didn't. Whistle, the, candle, the whistle, the, the candle, the comb. And Russell. Um. The creature? And. Is Russell still there? No, <gasps> Russell has flown off with all of that in his mouth. Uh. He's taking it back to... Russell! To Wester! And they, he could put it all in his mouth. Ah, oh, he stored it all in his oh. mouth. He's taken it all back to Wester and he's nicked our stuff as well. What an absolute crook. Oh, goodness sake. I bet Rowan is looking pretty smug right about now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I was so tempted to play the pipe on that guy, just, just on the off chance. All right, what do you want to do? Do you want to get your stuff back or do we press on? Oh, I want to get my stuff back. How how valuable? Ask yourselves. Really ask yourselves. How valuable was that stuff to you? I don't care about the whistle. The anti the end stuff that we didn't know we were gonna get. Yeah. Okay. But I don't after care about spending the a whole day shopping. The whistle. I two don't days care before, about. We I had just been the shopping. <laughs> then we no, spend I... money on inane shit we didn't really need, <laughs> um, and it's to, gone. Just to check. Just to check. The anti frosting formula. Oren, do you know that? Yeah, I, I, I know the... For- Hang on, is the formula still there, David? The formula's still there. Basically, the prepared potions okay. are gone, my- along with the frosting that you, the, the frosting that you had. Just orange frosting. You gave me, you gave me oh, the frosting. Oh, did I give you the yeah. frosting? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. 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 I also gave um, you my gold, so... Oh, I've given that back. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd have given that back because Gwen gave me 40 gold. Yeah. Interestingly, essentially what uh, you get the impression is that no gold has been stolen from any of you. I mean, you've already handed most of it over. <laughs> um, so it's that they, you can picture this, this poor creature having basically this poor creature, this little crooked creature crawling into Orin's bag going, oh, there's a lot of magical shit in here. Filling up on that, getting back what it is that you'd bought and flying off. This is the second time my healer's kit's been stolen. <laughs> yeah. I don't like people nicking shit from me so what are you gonna do about it get it back let's fucking go my fellow countrymen or no nobody steals from the Africa lads i say we go back <laughs> there and we kick that guy's ass i'm yeah. totally down for kicking his ass yeah arse. yeah i'll kick <laughs> some arse <laughs> oh this f- fucking shopping right let's go <laughs> <laughs> We turn them around. And as you turn the cart around, <laughs> that's where we're at the episode. <laughs> <laughs> How are we oh, going to find him? Easy. 
Is it? Not really. He's an Eladrin. Fey kind of creature, is he? Yep. I don't know if we're going to be able to track him. I mean, many good lucks to all of you. <laughs> I really don't know if we're going to be able to track him. But I want my stuff back. <laughs> yeah. That is so <laughs> annoying. You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Anon! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.